Hello, my angels. This is Uplift Lifestyle Podcast, and I'm Haley, your host. I'm so excited because today we have an interview coming at you with Alisa Becker. Hello, and welcome to Uplift Lifestyle Podcast. My name is Haley, and I am your host. Today, we are coming at you with an incredible interview to help skyrocket you forward in alignment with the life of your dreams, whether that is in your business, in your personal life, in your relationships, or on your wellness journey. Today, I am interviewing Elisa Becker, a psychology-based business coach from Paris, France, and I am so excited for today's episode. Here's a little bit more on Elisa and her bio. Elisa, or Lisa, she goes by both, is a psychology-based business coach who supports women who know that they are meant to be entrepreneurs, but just aren't quite sure how to start their purpose-driven online business. Through one-on-one coaching, she helps you find your unique business idea and get confident enough to put it out there and attract your first clients with ease. So Elisa is all over the psychology and mindset-based business coaching for building an aligned business, but I've been following along with her journey and we've been connected. Elisa actually asked me to be a guest on this podcast and I was so thrilled that she did because her work is amazing and I'm honored to have her here as a guest. But in following along with her, I realized that you don't just have to be a business owner or an entrepreneur to get a lot out of this episode. We're going to be talking about purpose. We're going to be talking about confidence. We're going to be talking about personal magnetism. These are all powerful, powerful aspects of living a life that feels like thriving, living a life that feels like soul-driven and aligned, purpose-driven living. So this episode is for everyone, and here it is. Hello, Elisa. Hi. How are you today? I'm doing great. Thank you. How are you? I'm doing really, really well. So it's like noon here in Canada, Ontario, but you're calling from, is it Paris, France that you're in right now? No, I'm in south of France. Okay. So, and it's, tell the audience what time it is there and and how your day has been. It is, it is six in the evening and uh, yeah, I had a very relaxed work day I kind of worked a lot for the last couple of weeks and just this week I'm taking it slow I'm doing a couple of things but um yeah honoring my my energy at the moment I love that I love that so much honoring your energy everyone listening you guys (laughs) need to take this in Elisa and I were just talking before the call about burnout and we're gonna go into that a little bit But um, Elisa, I've shared your short bio with the audience and a little bit of what I know about you, but we would love to hear a deeper dive, a deeper look into your life, who you are, what you do, how it all started, just anything you want to share with us, go for it. Okay, so, oh my God, where do I even begin? (laughs) Um, I am a psychology-based business coach, um, and I work with women who are just at the beginning of their entrepreneurial journey, who maybe know that they want to start their own business, but they don't know even what to do, what to offer, how to get started, feeling super overwhelmed, but just have this inner calling of, I want to do my own thing. Um, So yeah, this is what I do, and I have 
a background in psychology. I studied psychology back in Germany because I'm originally from Germany and now living in France. Um, and, oh my God, for me, my entrepreneurial journey was so... Sometimes I really struggle when people ask me, how long have you been in business? Because there's, it has just been like a, a real process. Mm-hmm. Um, I uh, The job that I had before when I was still living in Germany, I did workshops for leaders like in companies, but I wasn't, you know, I was a little bit freelancing on the side back then. But mainly doing it like in one organization mm-hmm. um and by the way like 90 percent male participants <laughs> because uh, it yeah was like, <laughs> yeah leadership right um and then i was thinking oh we are thinking about moving to france because my boyfriend is from here um and we wanted to move closer to his family and a little bit to where he's from um and then it was two years a little over two years ago and i was telling myself okay so now I have to quit this job anyway, and I have wanted to start my own business for a while, so I'm not looking for a full-time job, right, when mm-hmm. I moved to France. So I, it was kind of a little bit crazy, I think, but <laughs> moving <laughs> to another country and starting your business at the same time. I love um, it. I love it. You got to dive yeah, in like that sometimes. <laughs> yeah, it's just opportunities arise like that I mean I if I would have stayed in Germany I wouldn't have quit my job right and so just because we had this decision that we made to move to France I was like okay there's a change anyway so I'm just going to go full-on change I mean why not right amazing amazing and then I kind of had a really rough start because I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do I just knew I wanted to work with people and maybe more in a one-on-one container, but it took me a really long time to get to this clarity that I have right now about my purpose and who I'm serving and how I'm serving them. Um, And yeah, (laughs) I just always need to say that because it's so normal to struggle for for some time and I think we don't normalize this enough. You're so right. And I think that it's so refreshing when people open up about that truth for themselves that it wasn't just like, oh, yeah, I just started and it was like full time right away and easy, easy. Like there is an element of work and there's this element also of like fear and lack of trust, but going forward anyways and being courageous and brave anyways. And it sounds like that's exactly what you did, which is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And doing, I mean, it's really going into the unknown, right? This is one of the most, one of the scariest things. Mm -hmm. And also, I mean, one of the most exciting things too, because, you know, you have all of those possibilities that all of a sudden open up for you, right? So yeah, yeah, it's really both. A hundred percent. And I mean, people wouldn't do it, right? People wouldn't be an entrepreneur, a business owner, or, or do anything out of the norm if it wasn't so exhilarating and expansive and if it didn't just feel like this is what my soul is meant to do. So I really applaud you, Elisa. I applaud myself and I applaud anyone listening who is going against the grain and mixing it up and stepping out of their comfort zone and being courageous. It takes so much bravery. Yeah, for sure. Yes. 
So, Elisa, can you share with us, I know you kind of said what you do for work and how it all got started, but can you share with us what you do now? Like, how is working, what does working with you look like right now? So, I only work with people one-on-one on on Zoom calls. Uh, I mean, it really depends. I mean, that is why, you know, I have this background in psychology and I just know that it's so interesting because we are all so, so different and one of the things that is so important to me is to adapt my tools and my techniques and what I'm doing and my style of coaching Mm -hmm. you know adapt this to every single one of my clients because there isn't one size fits all so there's what sometimes is a little bit you know difficult to say oh I will do this with you or I will do that (laughs) with you because maybe right maybe this tool isn't for you just because of your goals your personality you know your your beliefs um and things like that and so i yeah i mean i only work with clients one-on-one to really go into like their purpose right yeah. and what they are here to do what they feel called to do when we work for a longer period of time you always go into things like limiting beliefs right mm, things yeah. that are holding you back um processing emotions that are coming up on this entrepreneurial roller coaster so that you can take action every day in your business because this is what will drive your business forward right so that you can take action in a way that comes from from being like neutral right so not reacting from a from an emotional place of Mm -hmm. oh my god why is nothing happening i need to incorporate this strategy and do this and do more of that and like work 24 7 but to to process like this kind of freak out and emotions first and then think about okay so what are we actually going to do yes oh i love that so much can you share with the audience um because there's going to be people listening that are in business, just starting businesses. There's going to be healers, practitioners, and entrepreneurs listening. But there's also just going to be a lot of people that maybe work in a corporate job listening. But I think that purpose and the the topic and discussion of purpose is relevant to everyone. And do you you agree with me on that? I'm sure. Um, yeah. Can you sort of share with us what finding purpose? looks like whether maybe you can share with us some tools you've used or just some provoking questions that you would maybe go into with a client like how can we find our purpose yes oh my god I love that (laughs) (laughs) Um, so what I find super super important to to say first is that your purpose isn't a job title right it isn't a specific career or a specific business idea for me purpose is really a general statement so for example for me I my purpose is to inspire other people and so I can inspire other people by doing a million different things right I can yes. inspire other people like being a business coach that I am I could inspire other people by being a teacher or writing a book or um, being on stage performing uh, doing music right so yes. this is super super important because we had so wrapped up in the specifics and overthink like business ideas or 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 job titles or careers and things like that mm. yeah. um, and for anyone who is listening is my my best advice would be to do 
a brainstorm about different, you know, around different aspects of of you, basically. So do a brainstorm about your work experience, about your qualifications. Do a brainstorm and write out all of your passions and, you know, what is important for you, what your interests are and hobbies. Um, and also get clear about your values. I find that this mm. is something that is super super important when it comes to figuring out your purpose what are the things that you value most in life right mm. is this um freedom or fun or family or adventure um really get clear on like what is near and dear to your heart yes um and then a question that I really love asking my clients who are struggling with figuring out their purpose is to ask yourself, what is the change that you want to see in the world? Mm. Because, you know, whatever your answer to this question is will lead you to, like, your purpose and your why behind, um, you know, why are you here on this earth, right? Yes. What, is your, what, is, what is your mission, right? Um, so for me, when I ask myself this question, I... And I notice, and it always breaks my heart when I see people. I used to, um, for my job that I had back in Germany, I um, I always took the train very early in the morning, like you know, six a.m. in the morning, something like that. Mm. And there are only people who, you know, had to get up as early as me to go to work. And I would look around and I was really heartbroken sometimes when I looked at the faces and mm. even listened <laughs> listened to conversations yeah. that people were having about, um, you know, oh, you know, how are you doing? Oh, you know, you just have to go to work. Oh, you know, like, it doesn't matter. It's just something you have to do. And I would always think, no, I mean, this is your life, right? Yes. And life can be so magical and beautiful and we should all live our life to the fullest and of course you have days that are just suck and i mean right you can't be happy and all of this all the time yeah. you're still living a human experience but you know i would see this all the time people were like yeah i mean i hate basically i hate my job but i, I have to do it to pay the bills and i was like no this is this is not something that i want to see in the world this is yeah. really something i want to change in the world and so this is where kind of my you know purpose came from so this is a really great question to yeah to to get into what is my purpose why am i here on on this planet oh my gosh elisa i'm almost crying thinking about <laughs> what you just said because it it's so crazy as someone who just you know runs my own business and same as you like it's always stifling i was actually at the gym the other day and chatting with someone and they said they hate their job and it it like crushed my soul i was like how do you hate your job like how do you but it's it's so real it is so real i'm sure there's people listening to this that are like yep i hate my job and it is soul crushing so that question Everyone, I'm going to repeat it because I, I wrote it down. I love this question that you said, Elisa. What is the change you want to see in this world? And you found your answer just in the, your daily commute to work. 
I think this is something everyone listening can take a moment. I know I'm going to be journaling on this after. What is the change you want to see in this world? I think I already know because I've done a lot of this work on my own purpose as well. But a question like this is so thought provoking and so, so deeply emotional as well. So I'm so grateful you shared that, Elisa. That's absolutely beautiful. Thank you. Yeah, my pleasure. And there's one thing that I did want to just sort of touch on. It kind of popped through my mind when you were sharing your story there. So for all the people out there that don't like their job and they and they want, you know, a more magical life and a more aligned life and a more free life, but they don't know how to get started, how would you advise someone on those first steps? Because there, of course, is the... I was just writing, actually... Um, a a script about this the other day there's this real the reality of the 3d human experience is that money is necessary and it's again there's a lot of people that will push through and risk it and go forward like us who are in this industry but for someone who's maybe working in a corporate job or a more stable job but they're not happy how do they trust themselves to to move forward and to start stepping into a more aligned purpose-driven business when money isn't necessarily guaranteed for them at that time first of all like it's important right what we just talked about to get an idea of what it is that you actually want to do right whether by the way it's starting your own business or just doing a career move and applying for other jobs yeah um So get a, but let's just say, because if you apply to another job, then you have money there. So it's not a problem for you. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, Let's just say, right, you want to start your own business and you're in a nine to five. Um, The first thing is really to get, and (laughs) I want to make this very clear, to get to a certain level of clarity and then start moving forward. So what I don't um, encourage people to do is to, is trying to figure out their like whole business idea to perfection mm-hmm. and i'm putting this in quotation because perfection doesn't exist but right to yeah. feel like 100% confident that this is a perfect business idea because you you can never um, it, it's really hard and i would say almost impossible to figure out that on your own in your bubble without getting feedback from potential clients etc so it's really the first step is getting to like a first level of clarity like what it is what what is it that you want to do like more coaching um or uh, i don't know healing or helping people with their nutrition so really just you know based on your purpose yeah and then baby steps many many baby steps um of like okay make a list of things that you think you you know you need to do in order to get started like um open an instagram account or um purchasing your website and got getting started on your website yeah right things like that that move you forward and that help you to connect yourself to potential clients so maybe you know to go um, to Facebook groups and start talking to people there, you know, or or open an Instagram account and start posting about what you're interested, you know, 
what you're interested in and see how people react and just get started there, yeah. but really in baby steps. Um, and then when it comes to, because there's often this question of, okay, should I quit my job um, or should I stay in my nine to five? Yeah. And what is so important to notice that there isn't one answer that would be appropriate for everyone. So yeah. we are all very, very different. Um, it really depends. If you are someone who can handle risk very well, um, <laughs> <laughs> then go ahead and quit your job. Like for me, for example, it was quite important for me to not have a job because it kind of lit a fire <laughs> right under me so to yes. really get going because I I mean I I can be kind of lazy <laughs> I'm like you know if I'm comfortable you know then I'm just oh well I'll, I'll do this tomorrow or I'll do this next week it doesn't matter yeah. but if I have no income then I'm like okay let's go let's go right <laughs> um, yes so if you're like me then why not just try it and, and quit your job you know but if just the thought of quitting your job and having no you know certain income uh really gives you anxiety then please don't quit your job yeah because as i mentioned before the entrepreneurial and in and of itself has so many emotional ups and downs and yeah. if you're constantly in a state of stress and anxiety it will not help you to grow your business so then the question just becomes okay to really get clear on how many hours a week do I actually have mm -hmm. um, to work towards my business without burning out because you also need to sleep you also right need exactly. to do self-care and things of things like that so really realistically how much time do you have and if it's only like um five hours each week this is okay right yeah. then you're just asking yourself okay how will i spend like intentionally those five hours a week for my business and you will move forward but mm -hmm. it's so important to to kind of know yourself and know if you can like handle this kind of risk and uncertainty of am I quitting my job right away yeah. or am I like moving um, moving towards my business while I still have my nine to five a thousand percent and I agree with you wholeheartedly um I don't know if you've read big magic Elisa but she just des describes yeah. in there's this one I didn't even read the whole book I'm actually bad at finishing books but it hasn't affected me this far I still have learned a lot of things but but what she said on this one part of the book was like it's very hard to be creative when you're in a state of stress so if yes. you're in this state of stress like you had mentioned where you're not sure where your next paycheck's coming from your bills you don't know how you're gonna like organize your life financially then it's probably not the right move for you to just completely quit your job but if you're like you Elisa or like myself where we work pretty well under pressure and we don't mind a little frantic energy <laughs> we're okay <laughs> to to move forward but I think the main takeaway here and and correct me if I'm wrong is that it's different for everyone and you need to get very self-aware and what I'm hearing is, and this is no news, get yourself some support, whether it's a very supportive friend or partner or a coach or a an advisor. You need some help to really see where things are going for you because starting a business is no joke and you want to be set up 
it wants to feel like fun freedom and excitement. You don't want it to feel like stress and agony because you hit it on the head, Elisa, when you said that being an entrepreneur, there are lots of highs and lows. It's like a mental game every single day. So I think that was really good information for everyone to just attuned to their own personal journey and it's not a one-size-fits-all so if someone's telling you you have to quit your job to be a successful entrepreneur if that doesn't resonate let that let that advice go um and just take it in small steps small baby steps I love that I love that yeah and also what is so important and sometimes when we look at the online space and you know business coaches Uh, telling you what to do um it's also you can't whatever you do you can succeed right Mm -hmm. so you can't uh make a wrong choice there you can be super successful when you quit your job right away and you can also be super successful when you stay in your nine to five yeah so you just there's just a payoff to to both paths and you need to be aware of those um, like trade-offs, right? Yes, 1000%. Okay, so Alisa, I'm kind of thinking let's switch gears a little bit and talk about manifesting because in your last email to me, you touched on this this relationship between psychology and manifesting. I, of course, I believe I'm aware of what you're describing, but can you share with our audience um, the psych aspect and manifesting? And for everyone listening, manifesting can be goal setting, manifesting can be generating, creating the life of your dreams, okay? Sometimes the word manifesting doesn't align with everyone, but let's just talk about like going after your dream life. How does psychology play a role and what role does that play? Yeah, oh my god, <laughs> this is such a huge topic. I, uh, it's just so 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 fascinating to me because when we you know hear um, like what you just said, right? Manifesting your dream life, um, manifesting like when you're a business owner, like your first five k month or your first ten k month, and just bringing it into existence. And I. I learned about manifesting, like the law of attraction and all of this, uh, like three years ago. So not so, so long ago. Um, And I was instantly like, this makes total sense to me, right? Mm -hmm. Because in... um, Because basically what a lot of like law of attraction manifesting says is is basically... um, where your focus goes, energy flows, right? What you focus on, you will attract on, into your life and things like that. Mm-hmm. And when we come from a psychology perspective, and I think this can be super helpful for people because sometimes um, sometimes I see that it is hard to believe for people how, you know, how this can work um, and like how to manifest something out of thin air and to believe in like spirit or the universe helping you out and things like that but you can also really explain it from a psychology perspective which is okay so we have a lot a lot a lot of information around us that are like wanting to get to us 24 7 right there's Mm -hmm. so many things to see to hear to smell to touch Um, and your brain cannot process everything right and you cannot be conscious of every 
the information that you have that in your field, right? Yes. And so your brain is always deleting, distorting, generalizing information based on your beliefs. And this is where it becomes really, really interesting. Uh, so, um, and where the sentence of, you know, where your focus goes, energy flows, and what you focus on expands and things like that make a lot of sense. Because, okay, so where do I even begin with this? <laughs> um, okay, so your brain really doesn't want to change its beliefs, basically, and their mm -hmm. way of thinking and perceiving the world. Mm -hmm. So maybe you uh, want to open your business, you want to become a successful business owner, but you maybe have this belief of... Um, you have to hustle 24-7 in order to be successful, right? Which yeah. so many people have. Totally. So what happens is that you are scrolling through Instagram and there are a lot of different posts and information and things like that. But your brain will filter out those information that aren't in alignment with your existing belief and will let through more of those information that are in alignment with your belief of you have to hustle 24-7, right? Mm, yep. And, um, you know, even in your own life, you uh, maybe you are, you know, looking at people who who made it and who you feel are successful. And when you think of those people, you can only think of people who hustled a lot, who worked a lot, right? Maybe mm -hmm. your, uh, one of your parents really worked really, really hard and got really successful and maybe had their own business. And you're like, yeah, so this is evidence that this belief is true, right? And mm -hmm. your brain will always look for those beliefs, uh, for, sorry, for those um, evidence that is just in alignment with what you already believe in. Mm, yeah. And so what happens then is all, all, our beliefs always um, like dictate our behaviors, right? And so what will happen is that, oh, okay, so you want to be a business owner and you want to be successful. So then you, because of this belief, you start to hustle, okay? And you start to work really, really, really hard. Mm -hmm. And then you see a certain kind of success you see your first clients coming in and this too is a is a evidence right yeah <laughs> so it's really like a spiral and you're like oh yeah because i worked really hard because i hustled really hard i now have yeah. some clients and so this means that this belief is true and we really can get into it and then this becomes your reality you are successful and you're hustling 24 7 um, yeah, and this is really how, and there are so many interesting studies and interesting, like, psychological phenomenon, um, where when you read them, you are like, yeah, this is, like, manifesting. <laughs> yeah, 100%. 100%. I think it's, I just want to sort of, you know, repeat what you shared there to the audience, some of the takeaways, and that your brain doesn't really want to 
generate new beliefs. It wants to continue to validate beliefs that it already holds. And this is why we always in our industry talk about subconscious desires and subconscious beliefs because there's so much going on beneath our conscious mind, beneath the surface that is actually dictating our reality. So I guess my next question for you, Elisa, is from the psych perspective here, um, how, and of course, this is what we do, so we know, but let's share with the audience in tangible ways, how can we begin to reprogram these beliefs or to shift beliefs or to remove and let go of limiting beliefs so that we can move in alignment with what we're manifesting so that in your example, a business owner doesn't need to believe that or doesn't need to continue to believe that hustle equals success. How can we begin to shift this? Yeah, so you can almost imagine like being a detective, right? Mm. Uh, and I love bringing um, a certain kind of <laughs> play always into it because those topics and looking at, at your, you know, your subconscious beliefs can get really heavy. So whenever you can, you know, sneak in a little bit of play, full energy, um, I'm all for it. Yeah, so I love that. Play detective, right? Um, and think about or try to find examples that are contrary to your belief. Mm. So, for example, can you think of, you know, any person in the whole wide, wide world that, you know, maybe you know them in person, maybe you only have read about them. You can even do like a Google search and things like that. Can you think of like any evidence to the contrary, any evidence that is disproving your belief that you have? And mm. the more you can find, you know, the more evidence you can find, the, the better it is. And the more, you know, you question your own belief. Mm. Um, um, and just another a question that I always love to ask myself and ask my clients is um, just, just this question of, okay, how can I see this differently? You know, is there maybe another um, explication for this? Is there maybe another way of seeing this? Is there the possibility that this might not be true? And just ponder those kinds of questions and ponder those kinds of um, interrogations for for yourself and your your belief system to slowly you know um, start to question this belief and question the um, the evidence also that you gathered along the way mm, yeah I love that so much and I think that you summarize that so beautifully for everyone listening how can you start to be the detective which sounds kind of fun in your own life and reassess and really dig deep at these limiting beliefs and go is this really true like is this actually true or can I find some evidence that is not going to support it so that I can therefore switch things up and and move in more alignment with the life that I desire. I think that that's incredible. Do you have any other um, sort of last tips on that or any more? I know you probably have a ton to say on it, but any last tangible tips on that for anyone listening? Because limiting beliefs 
are the truth is wherever you are if you're not happy with what exactly everything in your life it's because there's a limiting belief or a block or a subconscious desire to keep you stuck there so it's a very real phenomenon for everyone in business in relationships in health in life in wellness in love in everything so what would your last words on that limiting belief situation be um also something that can be very interesting to do is to really get um, a lot of motivation behind changing this belief. <clears throat> so, um, for example, this, this belief that you have to hustle your way to success, you can ask yourself, okay, what are the consequences if I stick to this belief, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and really get, you can really get intense with it. Like, <laughs> what are, you know, the things that could happen along the line when I stick to this belief, like five years from now, 10 years from now? And maybe you think about your health, right? Maybe you think about how, I don't know. For me, a big thing is always how am I impacting the people? around me or even my clients yeah. like for example I, I don't have this belief but if I had this belief then for me a big thing and a big motivation to get rid of it would be that I don't want to give this belief to the clients that I have this would be mm. this would be horrible right and this alone would motiv- motivate me so much to get rid of the belief um, so this is a good question too to ask yourself okay what are the negative consequences if I hold on to this belief so that you know your brain has a lot of why behind um, behind you know why it would be good to let it go and change mm, I love that and do you are you comfortable sharing with the audience um, an example of either a limiting belief you have released or one of your clients has released and just so that everyone listening can kind of go oh my gosh it's possible I can let go of this limiting belief um oh okay let me think of something good uh I a big breakthrough actually that I had a couple of months ago I think um was this idea and this belief that I am getting it wrong and that I'm 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 not getting it right and then that there is like knowledge out there about business that I need to know and that I don't know yet in order to be successful right Mm. and oh my god this was such a big one yeah (laughs) um yeah because you know if you're making yourself wrong all the time if you're questioning all the time if whatever you're doing will work out in the end then it's just such a it just drains your energy so much because you're constantly um deciding oh am i sticking with it should i do something else right should i do this strategy or should i switch like social media platforms or should i do i don't know tiktok instead of reels and all of those things that really don't matter at the end of the day yeah um but and get super super crazy about it and this was a big one for me and and the funny thing about it is that it happened and of course it didn't happen instantly but for me it happened almost like I can remember the moment it happened Mm. (laughs) um the moment in my mind I had the switch of 
right? I'm getting this right. Yeah. I'm doing it right. Um, and this way I said it's it was instantly and I can remember the exact moment this belief switched in my mind and I could almost hear it right yes <laughs> uh, switch something in my brain but it it also didn't happen instantly because it's just like a I a effect over time because I fed my subconscious mind uh, yeah. and my brain you know with the right information with yes um, people uh, who were saying this to me with affirmations, saying it to myself and things like that. And then finally it clicked. And this was a specific moment. But what led to it was like month and month of yeah. <laughs> of putting in the work. Yeah, A thousand percent. Okay, first off, congratulations on moving beyond that limiting belief and rewiring because that's huge. So congrats, girl. Thank you. <laughs> And um, the the summary of that for the audience, I would say, is, yeah, over time, impressing your subconscious mind, whether it be through affirmations, whether it be through, like Elisa mentioned, doing the detective work and and discovering different um, different beliefs that sort of counteract your belief or shake things up so that you start to see things differently and over time you will have that moment when it does shift and it does click and it might be instantly it might be a week it might be a month it might be a year but just keep impressing your subconscious mind with something that's counterintuitive to a limiting belief that's not supporting you I think that that's such good tangible information so thank you so much Elisa for that um okay so Oh, geez, look at the time we are, we have been chatting and there's been so many nuggets in this conversation. I'm so grateful, but there is one thing that I did want to ask you about before we sort of wrap things up. Um, you talk a little bit on your Instagram about confidence and magnetism and attracting clients, let's say, but again, this goes for everything. This can go for love. This can go for attracting health. This can go for attracting wealth. So how can we begin to combine psychology with our confidence and psychology with our magnetism and our attraction? How does that look in our lives? Mm, I love this question. Uh, And again, it's like, uh, there's a kind of spiritual side to it and there's also the very um like 3d effect that if you are confident in what you're doing if you love what you're doing then you are radiant right Mm. you glow and you are just talking about it with enthusiasm and then of course people would want to work with you right and yeah. want to hire you or or you know if you're looking for love of course people want to date you if you're like I love myself I love my life and <laughs> you know now I want to share my love with someone else of course people are coming to you yes um, so uh, and how to I mean how to get to this place is really for me a big thing is self love and self-trust so I mean to and I mean self both of them are are really big 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 topics (laughs) it would be really hard to just you know talk about that in kind of five minutes but self especially I mean especially with 
business owners, I focus a lot on self-trust mm. and being in integrity with yourself and with what you say you are going to do, right? So um, when I think about how can we build self-trust, because self-trust will lead to being confident in mm. what you're doing and confident in, you know, that you can create the success that you want is that you really want to be mindful of um, being true to your word when it comes to things that you say to yourself, right? So, for example, um, we are, most of us are really, really, really good when it comes to um, our friends. So, for example, a friend of mine says, hey, uh, I know you have this book. Can you send me over this book? I'm like, sure thing, I'll do this. Um, and then there's no way that I won't do this, right? Yes. Of course, if I said to my friends, I will send you this book, then uh, you can be sure that in the next couple of days, I will send you the book. But mm. with ourselves, we are we aren't that in integrity a lot of the times. How often have I said to my Says, oh, tomorrow morning I'm going to work out, and then come tomorrow morning, <laughs> you know, you talk yourself out of it. There, you know, yeah. I mean, there's nothing bad about that, but you really want to be mindful of sticking to your own promises just because mm. you, you basically, if you do this a lot then you're basically creating a identity where you're not in self-integrity and you can never trust yourself and your brain knows mm. that whatever you say you will do your brain knows that oh she, she won't, won't do it anyway so you know i i'm not going to get any energy into it and things like that and so you really really want to be mindful and when it comes to building self-trust and this identity of of self-integrity it really is such a good idea to do baby steps so yes not a lot of things on your to-do list but the things you have on your to-do list you're getting them done right yeah and this also goes like what we talked about earlier on um if you are if you want to build a business uh, and you're still on your nine to five then you really want to be mindful of you know how how much work you put on your plate so as i said before maybe you only have five hours a week to work on your business and this is fine but then know that you can put like 20 hours of work on your to-do list because at the end yep. of, the work, of the work week you say to yourself oh my god i suck i'm getting nothing done this isn't working yeah and you know you don't want that um so really be really do baby steps and prove to yourself that you are in integrity with your word um and you know in this way you can really build this self-trust mm. and this will serve you massively if you're able to to build this trust with yourself that you say i'm going to do this and so oh, I, I know i'm going to do this right and, i love it and yeah and self-trust really is then this this confidence because you know that whatever i say i'll 
do, I know that that I'll do it, right? Yes. Okay, I love that. So amplifying your magnetism and your confidence and therefore your attraction to anything that it is that you're desiring. Mm -hmm. It's self-love and self-trust through integrity. And what was jumping out at me, um, I'm not sure if you're familiar with Gretchen Rubin's four tendencies, but what I'm hearing is like the upholder versus the obliger. So the obliger will tell, like you shared your example with the book, you're going to tell your friend, oh yeah, I'll meet you at the gym and then you will go to the gym. But you want to be an upholder that upholds that level of integrity to themselves the same way they'd hold it to someone else. And it's really a self-abandoning and self deprecating behavior to not be in integrity with yourself. If you're going to tell, if I'm going to say to you, Elisa, hey girl, let's, let's commit to, um, reading three chapters a night and then sharing the next morning on this self-development book because I have you, I'll do it. But we need to have that same level of integrity with ourselves when we tell ourselves we're going to do something. Is that sort of what, what I'm hearing with that self-trust? Yes. Okay. Yes, totally. And then, you know, just the example of, you know, if you would do this to me as a friend, right? Okay, you say to me, hey, Elisa, let's like, to read this book together and ca- catch up every every morning. Um, and then you're not doing it, like, our friendship <laughs> would suffer from it, right? Yes. You can only imagine what this is doing to your relationship with yourself. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. I love that so much. I think that's actually like the most beautiful place to end off. First off, everyone listening, and I'm saying it out loud to myself, and I'm saying it out loud to you, Elisa, we are all human. We're all on this journey. We're all figuring it out. There's no judgment. But if you can just become a little bit more aware of your level of integrity, of your level of self-love, the way you're treating yourself, and therefore the abundance and the alignment that will be available to you when you start creating that life that is self-loving that is in integrity that is self-trusting it's going to be so much more magical but don't beat yourself up if you go oh shit yeah I've been I've been having low integrity with myself we're all human we all do it and we have to be accepting we have to be a little more gentle on ourselves but we also have to have that radical self-leadership and remember that if we're desiring big things which we are if you're listening to this podcast you're a go-getter you're you're expanding you're awakening you're thriving we have to have radical self-leadership in moving ourselves forward and moving beyond those limiting beliefs and those self-deprecating behaviors and patterns. So I think this was such a great way to sort of wrap wrap this up. So thank you so much, Elisa, for that. Pleasure. Can I just add one thing because yes. it's so important what you just said? Yes, yes, yes. Um, and yeah, it's so important because when... You know, okay, let's say I, right, I'm, I'm telling myself, oh, I will work out in the morning and then I don't do it. And exactly what you said is so true. The, then the answer, if I don't do it, the answer isn't to, to make myself wrong for it. And oftentimes as humans, we think that the answer to get done what I wanted to do, what is on my to-do list is to have more discipline and have more will power and things like that and this actually doesn't really work Mm -hmm. so a better way than if you see that you aren't um doing what you said you you would do a better way of thinking is oh maybe i actually put too much on my to-do list right yeah or uh, like for the workout example i 
could think about, oh, I mean, why didn't I work out? Maybe the, um, I don't know, maybe the workout app I'm using isn't in alignment with me. Like, for example, for me, I love it when workouts are really fun, right? I don't like... I don't like workouts that have no music and things like yes. that. So I just need to have fun. And then it can be a sign that, okay, I, I maybe need to adapt the, the workout that I'm using, the trainer that I'm working out with and things like that. So don't think that the answer is always your discipline and willpower, but it mm. can be a lot of other things like the environment you are setting up for yourself or like what I said that you have just a to-do list that is too long that no one could really do um, and and stay on top of and things like that. So yeah, it was so, so important that you, that you added that. I love that. Yeah. It's like, don't make yourself wrong. Become the detective. Why didn't it yeah. go right? <laughs> right. And exactly. there's so many factors. So Elisa, this has been beautiful. I am so grateful that we chatted and it was, it's also exciting for me to get to know you better. And I just feel like I'm so impressed with who you are and the work you're doing. And I think that anyone in your world is just so blessed and lucky to have you and to work with you. So for everyone listening, where can our listeners find you? How can they work with you? Especially for those listeners that want to get started on their business. How can they get in your world? Yes. Um, so the best way to connect with me is via Instagram. I am leap with Lisa. And my website is the same, leapwithelisa.com. And you can, uh, I mean, on my website, you can, you know, look at how to work with me. Like I said, I am only working one-on-one -on -one with clients. I have everything from a free coaching call to get clear on your business idea to a three-month um, container where I work with my clients weekly so yeah if you're interested if you want to take this leap uh, into your entrepreneur adventure then just reach out to me reach out to me via instagram or send me an email uh, lisa at leapwithlisa.com and let's just chat let's connect Oh, I love that. That's beautiful. It's so nice to have options for everyone listening too, right? If they're just getting started out, maybe that free yeah. option is the place to go and then dive into the deeper dive with you if that feels aligned. So thank you for sharing that. I will put all of that information in the show notes and of course, share all over the socials. So Lisa, I thank you from my the bottom of my heart. Thank you so much for your time today. And if you have any last words to share with me or the audience, Go for it, love. Oh, thank you so, so much for having me. And yeah, I mean, if I can say anything, then just life is supposed to be, I mean, we all have like a human experience and ups and downs and things like that, but life is supposed to be joyful and fun. And if in your daily life, this is not the case for you, then just create something else and just go for it and mm. if you have intuition to change something up um to do your own thing then listen to that intuition and know that you have everything in yourself to make it work yes oh i love that that is powerful and everyone listening can take so much from that i know i did Thank you, Lisa. You have a beautiful night because you're probably Thank ready to you. wind down and we yeah. will chat soon.
I am so grateful for that conversation with Elisa Becker, a psychology-based business coach. I hope you took so much from today's interview and conversation and you really listened to that final statement, life is supposed to be fun. Have a beautiful day and thank you for listening. And if you are still listening, this was Uplift Lifestyle Podcast. My name is Haley Bowler-Cook, Holistic Success Coach. Please subscribe. Please follow along with us on Instagram at uplift underscore lifestyle for your daily motivation, inspiration for your healing, awakening, and thriving journey. We love you and have a gorgeous day.